Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today we are back with you. We're talking new metal and we are talking about a band that has been recommended to us in the past. We've been told they're a little wild. We've been told they're a little unhinged. That band is Amen. And we'll be talking about their album called Amen. But before we get into that, we've got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? And specifically, who's emailing? Who is? Yeah. Who <laughs> there is? Are the qu- so we got a couple. We got a sorry, couple emails. Sorry, fell it's, asleep. <laughs> it, it's okay, Matt. It's okay, Matt. I was throwing a lot at you right there. So we got a couple emails here from a couple different people. Rob Adams hit us with a double shot of emails. Sent us an email letting us know that there is new-ish Factory eighty one. Rele- mm-hmm. It was unreleased stuff. Mixed and mastered to sound decent, a glimpse at what could have been shorter song lengths. So, uh, and then with the hashtag do a null set episode already, Trevor Danger slash Rob Adams. Yeah, Factory 81, we love them. They've got a couple songs in the canon. There is a new Factory 81 album on the streaming services. I have not had a chance to dive into it yet, but I am curious to check it out because, you know. That was that was the that was the coulda shoulda woulda of new metal true. bands. I also have to say Tony Swish, good friend of mine, listener of the podcast, sent that to me as well. Mm. I said, hmm, I should listen to that. But we've been we've been doing crunch time lately. We've been it's doing been two bit. albums a week. So let's break yeah. kayfabe right now. Oh, kayfabe is broken. <laughs> Broken, Matt. Kayfabe can't walk. Kayfabe can't walk. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been doubling down, much like we prepared for the birth of my sweet daughter, Rosemary. We've been getting ready for the sweet wedding of Jenny. That's right. Uh, we have just been listening to a whole hell of a lot of new metal, a lot of late nights here, because we don't want to leave you without an episode. We all remember when we re-aired the Disturbed episode and it fucked up your lives. Fucked up some lives. People we are like, I've already heard. Drop the ball once, you. you get a pass. Drop it twice. Off the team. Off the team, baby. <laughs> Fuck so, you, Roach Coach. Yeah, uh, not us. <laughs> not no. in the face of big life events. We're like, you can't get this shit out there. Too bad, baby. Give me, the, give me a new metal album. And you know uh, we are. So here we are. Uh, we also got an, another email from Rob Adams letting us know that Dry Kill Logic has returned with their first single in 13 years. Whoa. That's right. Dry Kill Logic is back. I can only assume this is a Roach Coach Bomb. Gotta be. Gotta be. The song is called Vices. We've got Screaming. We got Riffs. The boys are back. And it occurred to me, we've done, you know, the first one, The Darker Side of Nonsense. We have not done the second Dry Kill Logic album. So maybe it's time. I mean, Dry Kill Logic is dropping these new tracks. Maybe it's a message to us to do this. Although um, Rob Adams does mention in his email, Null Set 
do it. So he's really pushing for us to do a null set episode. We hear you, Rob. Thank you. And finally, we got an email from Gage Johnson, who said, another recommendation, Sick by XIII is a new metal album that I definitely would recommend. The band has, the band has a few albums that are new metal, Sick being the second one, and a better one in my opinion, but they also apparently have some Russian hip-hop albums as well. So, uh, I'm assuming this band's name is XIII. There's no other way it could be pronounced. Uh, I gave them a little bit of a listen. They are indeed new metal AF. Thank you for the recommendation. Also, we have a tweet, Jenny. We do. A while ago, we got a tweet from Jack the Cool Kid who says, Hey, Roach Coach, I'm 16 and have been digging new metal since I was 13. What's your guys' opinion on millennial teens like me liking new metal? I normally get chastised for liking for listening to the genre, but I have a group of friends that love the music. Keep it rolling, guys. Guitar emoji, metal emoji. Uh, Matt did the kindness of responding, so we're all for it. If you and your friends are into it, that's all that matters. Keep it rolling, baby. Thanks for listening. Uh, I agree with that very much. I think, my God, if I think of all the things... There is nothing you can like when you're 16 that someone's not going to give you shit for. No kidding. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can like for the rest of your life that no one's going to give you shit for. And I think so long as their reasons for giving you shit aren't based in something that's saying this is actively hurtful right. toward a group of people. You're probably good. Or completely destroying yourself. Yes, I would say that. I would encourage somebody who is in their teens listening to this music from so many years ago to like consider that some of the viewpoints and opinions and emotions that you hear might not be the healthiest things at all times. (laughs) Yeah. But... As far as liking it goes, I mean, fuck that's it. what it's all about. If you like it, like it. There's that's right. If you like something, you should fucking hold on to it. If you've never seen Billy Madison, I'd encourage you to watch it. And there's a scene where Chris Farley grabs a child's face and squeezes it and says to love this feeling as long as you can. And that's what I would do to you when I say that you've discovered and loved new metal. Do that. But all the stuff about like women being bitches, like that part, you know, DM me and we'll talk about it. <laughs> because you ask, it already shows me that you're critical of your choices and just trying to examine what it is that you're getting into and what you like. And if you go into that where it's just like, I do like this, but I am also aware that it is an older style of music. And I also recognize that it's not the most popular style of music. You're already like a million years ahead of where I was as a 13 to 16 year old who was like, oh, no, it sounds good. So you're doing fucking great. You are. Absolutely. This is going to make me sound like a 100% hello, fellow kids. But when I was a teen 
about your age. I was, it was uh, probably like 99, 2000-ish. And I know you're probably like, my God, how are you alive? But I am so much. But I genuinely, with 0% irony, think the song Funky Town is incredible. And I really love disco music. And I would get so much shit for it. Like I, I really liked heavier stuff and I liked indie stuff and I liked, I liked a lot of different things. I just, I love just music in general. It sounds like I just like everything, but I kind of do, but I really think disco music is incredible. And I remember getting so much shit from my friends for liking funky town and then fucking South park brought up funky town with Towley. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, dude, that song. And I'm like, yeah 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 funky town is a great fucking song that riff is the best it i will say unbridled joy every time i hear the riff from funky town i'm just like cool i'm smiling i'm good to go jenny are we gonna is this a is this a funky town guarantee for your wedding I'm giving you a funky town guarantee. There we go. <laughs> Lauren, then we've got to make a funky town guarantee to each other. Uh, that we're going to dance to it? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. If you're That's not out there when guarantee. funky town comes on, I'm going to be pissed. Uh, we do not want to disappoint the bride. Um, we also need to talk about some of this Family Values 2001 feedback we got. Remember that? Yeah, from our Family Values Summer. Garrett Fuller said, My God, hearing Jenny do a funky Ken impression was incredible. Love this one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Garrett. What a what a compliment. I do my best. Uh, Duke Cannon says, This was by far the worst of the four. I didn't understand the lineup or the track listing. Just poor choices all around and collaborations didn't really pop off either. You guys made a rather dull album into a great episode, though. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Jax Lawson said, this show seems less hype than the James Taylor concert I went to. (laughs) I, I mean, speaking of songs I love, your smiling face. It's mm-hmm. a banger. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't make a James Taylor. Fire and Rain is a bop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another piece of evidence that Jax and I need to hang out. Yeah, absolutely. I would go to see James Taylor in a second. Uh, Ronnie Neely said, we, the listeners, are the new metal Dante Alighieri, while Matt Noss is the new metal Virgil, <laughs> sent by new metal Beatrice, Lauren, and Jenny. Taking us through the depths of new metal, Matt plays for us what needs to be heard, but never puts us in real harm's way. <laughs> he shows us the horror of Aaron Lewis coming in on every track, but cuts it before we can do any damage to our psyche. Oh no, why is Aaron coming in yet again? I scream into the void but before Aaron can get a single cursed word out. Matt silences the demon and on to the next level of new metal hell we go. Damn, that album sucked. It did, but that comment was an all-timer, That's so an thank you. timer Thank you, Ronnie. You really did it with that one, Ronnie. Uh, Chris says, I heard almost every song on the CD on 100.5 The Fox radio station in Louisville, Kentucky. Every day, I feel the hate for Aaron Louise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Aaron Louise. That's someone's name out there. Uh, Daniel Hedger says, one of the things I love most about this podcast is that you never know which episode the who's tweeting comments are going to be in reference to. The most recent. As we ad- read one from the end of July. Oh, yeah. No, this is a fucking spot on comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daniel Hedger, for being exactly right, gets the gold medal here. The most recent app, maybe an app from three months ago. Could it be an app that you forgot even happened? Let's find out. Anyway, another great app. <laughs> Welcome back, Charles Mansion. You're Transmission. right. We record this at a, an unsteady clip and mm-hmm. sometimes you know it's it's week to week and sometimes we have uh life events and sometimes we just backlog comments from episodes that's true there's so much we try not to make this longer than 20 minutes we fail Frequently. we often fail we often uh fail. Elric uh, said, this tour came through when I was 14. I had a choice of two shows to go to as a teen when this came through. Either go to this or wait a month to go to the local radio fest called Not So Silent Night, which is also Ooh. at the same San Jose venue this was uh, This was at in the STP track where Lincoln Park, System of a Down, P.O.D., Alien Ant Farm, AFI, Element of Surprise, and others played. I chose the latter, and I feel I made the right choice. You did. One friend, million percent. A friend of mine went to the San Jose stop. I don't remember much of what he said, but apparently pretty much half the arena emptied out before STP played. Seemed like most people went for Stained and Lincoln Park, and once they were done, they all dipped. By the way, MTV did a special on this tour at the time. I can't find it at all online now, but I remember being pissed because Aaron Lewis called the Lincoln Park song he was guesting on Everything You Say to Me. Come on, Aaron. That wow. is indeed a huge screw up. It's one step cl- Are you kidding me? Come on, Aaron. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Chris Freeman says, so far, this grunge festival makes me long for an OzFest compilation from one of the new metal years. So Chris hey. Freeman, Chris Freeman threw this up and I was like, wait a minute, what's this? And friends, I found this compilation. I big thrifted this compilation. It's got some new metal, baby. Ozfest new metal. Um, I thought I had it close by, but I'm looking at my shelf and I just see like this giant stack of like machine head CDs. So I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know where it is. I Someone's thought I was on it. it. But it's, uh, yeah. So I definitely did uh, seek that out. So thank you, Chris Freeman. For that recommendation uh christoph markle said in my mind i like to think that at some point in the past 18 years getty lee and neil pert heard that god-awful dead sea cover and proceeded to hop on a flight from toronto and open a can of whoop ass on Cher's son all while screaming catch the drift bitch i just i have so many questions <laughs> this album should have been called aaron lewis presents moody boys and attempts to grow a pair best performance by <laughs> lincoln park featuring michelle uh, Christoph, I think that if anybody was going to hop on a plane and confront Cher's son, it would have been Alex Lyson, who did get arrested for getting into a bar fight, uh, alongside his son in Florida. Um, I think that I can't even imagine Getty Lee or Neil Peart saying, catch the drift, bitch. <laughs> you know what? You get Alex get alex on the plane with dj worm 
stick it out there. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck some shit. Yeah, Fuck some shit up. I think up. you're right. I think you're right. Thank you very much for the comment. Uh, Austin Count says it's pretty sad to think that almost every band on this lineup has a vocalist who died. True. And he says, but on a lighter note, I want to add specifically the live family values version of cold to a sex playlist. So I can hear the sounds of thousands of adoring fans cheering me on as I'm boning. Added to that sex playlist. That is an interesting, uh, an interesting angle to a playlist. Indeed. You'd better I, I, hope that's well timed, I would say. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Correct. That is yeah. true. You that don't want applause. That could Yeah, that could go wrong in hey, a lot of ways. Sex is complicated. Sex is complicated. You don't Never. want to hear applause when you know it's not time for that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Never hit random <laughs> on the sex playlist. No. 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 No, you need to curate that shit. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You don't want Rafi showing up on the sex playlist. Telling you, Mrs. O'Leary's Farm, by uh, far my most that's right. starring oh, random God. appearance. Oh, I remember... <laughs> Let's let's just say it wasn't a sex playlist, but it was a an intimate playlist, uh, and it got to the end of the CD, and there was a hidden track. Oh no! And, uh, <laughs> it was one of those like bizarro hidden tracks where you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Hit pause. Hit pause. Just uh, stop it. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about just all the various secret tracks we've encountered in our lives on the show let alone i mean just think about for whatever reason you've got corn's first album on and then all of a sudden that old couple is arguing yeah that's no good of course you've been banging to to daddy so you're already a weirdo maybe it doesn't (laughs) that's that's a good point yeah Um, you've been banging to daddy (laughs) if you're banging to daddy what so we were uh, banging to daddy. Oh, cool. All <laughs> right. Well, I already know who you are. <laughs> we were eating spiders and banging to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We got one comment left here. It is it's an from audible our... nope to a person. <laughs> I'm out of here. Nope. Uh, our last comment is from our boy, Shane. He said, all right. This is why Mitch is a damn genius. Mm. Genius. Add him to the list. I think we did last week or a week before. He hit the nail on the head here. Look, I like the Drowning Pool debut like everyone else, but the love affair the show has with bodies has always salted me out. I can name 20 vastly superior new metal anthems without a whiff of ass. Gorilla Radio. Or Eyeless by Slipknot. Snooze Button by Snot. What about Engine Number 9 by Deftones? Or even Set It Off by Shovel? Or a personal favorite, Butterfly by Reveille? List goes on and on. Matt, could you, real quick, could you pull up bodies just real quick? Well, of just, course. Just pull I mean, it up I pretty quick. much have it on speed dial. Okay. Bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Oh. <sighs> All right. 
so when I'm when I'm hit with with a with with a rebuttal like what Shane presented there, he gave us like six or seven songs as a counter. You know what? I'm I'm a I'm an open minded guy. You know, I want to hear opinions. I want to hear what people think. And I'm not gonna lie, you guys. I read that. I got a little worried. I said, am I blinded by my body's love? Have I been using it as a shorthand too much? So I asked Matt to put it on just right now to confirm that bodies rules all those songs drool. Let's keep it going. <laughs> those okay. In a rare case of me perhaps hearing Shane Owl, which of course we know we've had a bit of a contentious as close of a contentious relationship. As we, one can you have. are his new metal parents. I'm his new metal cousin. Yeah. We're yes. all families gotta work together. That's right. I do think that the songs that he mentioned are great. Mm-hmm. I Engine think, number nine by Deftones. Great. Strong fucking song. Yeah. Strong. The, none of the songs that he mentioned, like I think that the difference between maybe the way if I'm guessing based on what I see here, the difference in what we're talking about and what Shane is talking about is like, these are all great. They're great songs. They're great new metal songs, but bodies is like, I feel like the middle of that Venn diagram of being a great new metal song and being a great accessible pop song. That's going to take you beyond just like somebody who enjoys the genre. Mm-hmm. Like I do, I do hear the whiff of, but there sure. is, but in this song, but people love butts. <laughs> they do. They do. And you know, I think, I think that's right though. It is that reach across the aisle. It is that, openness i think that is really it's more the hand it's the hand in the butt pocket mm-hmm. it's a hand in a butt pocket really really the hand in the butt pocket of someone's whose hand you want in your butt pocket can't beat it so yeah i you know what i gotta tell you there's there's a couple things i love relitigating on this show and uh it, you know talking about bodies every other episode i'm never gonna get tired of that uh and that is it for who's tweeting thank you everyone for writing in and saying hello keep on sending those messages on facebook twitter instagram we're roach coach on all of those send us an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com with your recs your suggestions uh when this episode goes up we're going to be you know into october and you know hopefully you've uh, been giving us your suggestions for november providing us with uh your suggestions of artists and albums who are current bands doing new metal, current new metal bands, current bands doing making new metal albums, let us know because we're going to talk about four of them in the month of November and you are helping us out with the picks. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Chris Motionless? Is it going to be Kane Hill and their weird mouth stuff? Is it going to be some band I'm not thinking of? You know what? My Ticket Home have another album we haven't done yet. Maybe it's them. I don't know. You help us out. You make the choice over on our Facebook. Let's talk about it, you guys. The album of the week, Amen by Amen. Jenny, when did this album come out? 
This album was released on September 21st, 1999, exactly 20 years before my wedding date. Whoa. Whoa. How about 20, 20 years of the thick of it? Right. And so just so you all know, breaking kayfabe, this is the last episode we're recording before my sweet, sweet wedding. Wow. So this And, this and breaking date, it even further... Lauren and I, during the recording of this podcast, have purchased you a wedding gift. You have? We have. Is this another surprise? Is the gift? This this gift we will reveal the next time we record in October. Okay. <laughs> and it's honestly worth it. It's you're All gonna right. you're gonna lose your shit. Okay, I well, I will say I cannot wait. Wow, so yet so twenty years from the date of your wedding to the past, the thick of it, Jenny. Any history with Amen? No, I've heard of this band. I think they have something to do with a breakbeat, but it's not related to this band, right? Correct. Yeah, the Amen breakbeat is from a song, and it is one of the most sampled. Drum samples in pretty much all of popular music. Okay, got it. But yeah, no, with this band, very little. Coming to see who's in this band, won't jump to it yet, but uh, there are some familiar names in this Mm -hmm. lineup, but uh, I'd never listened to the music at all. Lauren, how about you? So Amen was a band that I remember hearing about in, I believe, an issue of Rolling Stone, where there was a picture of the lead singer, and it was basically like get fucking ready you guys amen's coming and you're not ready for it and i was like okay cool all right i'll I'll keep an eye out and i heard nothing they like I, they never i never was aware of an album coming out nothing and then in 2002 is when queens of the stone age put out songs for the deaf and that album has all of these like fake radio announcers on it and one of them is the lead singer of this band. And I was like, oh, yeah, there he is. What's he who, been doing? Who is he in that? He's just one of the DJs uh, which, in between. Which, uh, which one? I, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't say. I okay. don't know. I want to say maybe near the end of the album. He's one of the later. He's not one of the... Yeah, I think he might be one of the later ones. I didn't mean uh, to put you on the spot. I was just genuinely curious. Yeah, I just know that I saw his name in the I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, okay. I mean, I'm talking about... Uh, I don't know why I'm like dancing around this. Casey Chaos. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I was aware of him, but I never heard any songs. And they... You know, there was nothing I could ever... They, they just... They didn't play the songs on the radio. And they also just weren't ever showing up in my uh, in my radar. And then later on, I noticed that they had like a real big British following and I have some speculation that we'll get into as to why they had such a such a big British following. But yeah, I never actually heard any Amen songs until I listened to this album and I thought maybe something on this album I'd be like, "Oh, this song." No. I did not know any of these songs going in. So this was a fresh listen to a band I'd heard of but never actually heard. Matt Nas, History with Amen. It's the next album uh, that I know. I don't know this one, unfortunately. Okay. Jenny, who's an Amen? Well, as we mentioned, Casey Chaos is on vocals. Sonny Mayo on guitar. Sonny Mayo? That's right. Fuck yeah. 
Sunny Mayo, who we know from all sorts of things, probably most famously, briefly in Seven Dust. And uh, he was also in, uh, he was in Snot. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we also have Paul Fig on guitar, uh, John Ferenstock, a.k.a. Tumor, on bass, and Shannon Larkin on drums. I think we all know Shannon from Godsmack. Also, mm-hmm. Candlebox. Candlebox. Depending on your age. <laughs> yeah, you, might you might remember Candlebox. Yeah, I believe most, if not all, of these guys played on the uh, the Vanilla Ice Hard to Swallow album. That's right, because mm. here's the connection. The producer, Ross Robinson... That's that's how I think that we first really got kind of in to, to Amen, is that like uh, Ross called them in to play the music on that Vanilla Ice record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about that quite a bit. We did. So. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have the angel behind the boards again, uh, working with everybody here. This record, according to this, it was, it was put out by I Am Roadrunner, according to Casey Chaos. They felt they were not supported. The album sold 15,000 copies, which is more than we've ever sold. Absolutely but correct. One million percent. But is not uh, not a high number. Uh, the album was re-released twice by different labels um, with additional songs and remastering. The band was not involved in those releases. Do not pick it up. <laughs> or do right. it. I, I don't care. Do what you want. Just a, a couple people to note here in the notes. Uh, Joe Barisi is one of the mixers, as is Steve Evitz. Joe Barisi, uh, I believe, as I as I say this, oh Joe Barisi, I believe is the producer. Um, I believe is the producer of the new Tool album. Mm. So um, and has also worked with Chevelle a lot. So got a couple you know, familiar names behind the boards i have a physical copy of the cd here this was a big thrift picked it up from the great escape in louisville kentucky for a sweet five dollars matt Nas, this album art disturbed you yeah i said it immediately i was like who are these children of the corn that we see here no the corn's burnt down these are children of a dead thicket yeah we've got a lot of they look uh kind of corpse painted up a little bit but also a little bit like they're covered in ash there is a burning american flag oh i didn't Uh, notice that yeah yeah you got a burning american flag tucked into the back if you look under the cd you have a map of the united states with the american flag put over it but then placed on top of that is an upside down pentagram star very satanic very Very creepy there's a missing milk box lots of pills on the inside pill bottles pills we've got are these nude children let me see i'm flicking through here yeah they appear to be (laughs) You should. Yeah. I don't know if a good thing to say is, let me see, flicking through here. Yep. New yep. children. New children. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I uh the uh, Amen's official website is whoresofhollywood.com. You guys, I checked out this website. 
first I put my browser into incognito. Didn't need that one in my history. Um, sad to say, Horrors of Hollywood, uh, not an active site. So head over to GoDaddy if you want to get that one. There is definitely a photo of a woman fingering herself in here, too. Yep, that's definitely Give me that happening. sweet coos. Well, it's right <laughs> above in Amen's Special Forces badge, which has an upside-down star on it as well. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing they enforce pleasure. <laughs> I don't know what they enforce. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what their sort of, you know, what sort of rigorous training you have to go to go through to become an Amen Special Officer. But Yeah, there's uh, also a little snippet. It looks like um, a lot of, like, cut and paste scribble type of like collage situations uh, mm-hmm. lots of letters that look like the note that the villain the bodyguard wrote <laughs> to <laughs> Rachel yes. Marin if you're on that and I'm gonna guess if anybody it would be Jax Lawson I'll be like yes I get it uh, but there is one that says daddy's little whore which is mm. gross um Lots of like girls hugging each other, nuns kissing. We have, we've got lots of. Uh, it's very interesting. It's yeah, interesting. we we also have tucked in, almost hidden here, is a picture of the band, but they're kind of all in almost silhouette. Casey Chaos, known for expressive eyebrows, and he is cocking his eyebrow, much like The Rock is famous for cocking his eyebrow. And what is interesting about this band photo is that everybody seems to be like, yeah, we're in this band photo. But there's a guy to, I guess he's to Casey's right or our right, his left. And he's kind of getting crowded out of the shot. He's really straining his neck to barely be in the shot. And, um, you know, maybe think about the poses a little bit better because you're crowding out your band. And uh, in the liner notes, uh, of course, you've got some thank yous. They do thank a bunch of bands at the end. I just want to go through a couple of the ones that they thank. Iggy Pop, Soulfly, Ozzy and Sharon, Black Sabbath, System of a Down, Machine Head, Seven Dust, Head P.E., Pig Face, Cold Chamber, Cadillac Tramps, Snot, Drown, Boogie Nights, which is not the movie. It's a band called Boogie Nights with a K, Godsmack, Goodness, oleander pantera and every other friend we've made on this journey and then they dedicate all of this to james lynn Strait and a couple other people jim larkin uh russ williams this is for you r.i.p and i gotta say oleander into pantera that's the first and possibly last time i'll ever see that duo in the same sentence um so i think that's it there's only one review on uh wikipedia it's from all music who gave this album three out of five stars and i think we're ready to dive in you guys all right let's do it the first track on this album is called coma america Turn off! Turn off! 
This is most certainly aggressive. It is certainly aggressive, and it's got one message for sheeple, and that is get out of that coma and wake up. I agree. Yeah, what is the chant here? Is it wake up or get up? It's or cut off. Cut off. And then coma America. This song, I wrote We Are Rockin'. It's got some chug, but it felt more like a punk song. I agree. And I was immediately like, oh, Ross and these drums. Why are these drums? Why does everybody else sound real thick? And these drums are sounding real small. So I wasn't in love with the drum sound. But, uh, you know, not a bad start. Casey Chaos. My man is screaming. My man is singing. My man is bringing it. Jenny, thoughts on Coma America? Uh, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I agree. I think it was more of a punk song than it. It was more of like that, like hardcore punk vibe than new metal to me. But I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. I think I said it is most certainly aggressive. I didn't know the lyrics uh, were cut off, but it's anthemic. It's catchy and interested to see what happens next so uh there were no videos that i could find for this album but i was able to find a performance they did of this song on the henry rollins show in 2007 in which i got to see what an amen live show is like and what it is is that casey chaos is going to make a lot of very inflammatory threats to the government they may be excised from the video but he's going to say them anyway in this particular video he basically threatens to kill the entire bush administration okay okay and um and then uh also casey likes to cut himself and be bleeding on stage a lot and i found an interview he did with mtv2 where they asked him about that and he said that it's a medical situation and he kind of needs to cut himself. So that was new. But more than anything, it's uh, Casey Chaos does this thing where he falls a lot. But it's it. the first time I saw it, I thought, oh, he really took a spill. But then I watched a couple other live performances, and it's his move. He takes these tumbles that look like they could hurt. This is just a move. And then he thrashes around on the ground and sings. Sometimes sprawled out on his back, sometimes on his belly, singing, screaming. But they're always, but he always does this just a straight up tumble. It's not like a leap. And uh, I, the, the band uh, at a certain point uh, basically went on hiatus in the late 2000s. They reunited at the 2014 Not Fest. And I don't know if I didn't send that to you, Jenny, I don't think. You didn't, uh, but you told me about it. Yeah. And basically, uh, they come out, they open with this song. Casey looks thrilled. He gets up on the drum riser, and I said to myself, is he going to tumble? And my man tumbled. He fell right off the riser and just sort of laid there for a second, and then he crawled up, and I was like, this is just his move. A lot of other people, they're jumping. I mean, he's he's almost like the anti-David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth is leaping, doing splits, and landing. Casey Chaos is just falling. 
always falling. So when you and say tumble, you don't mean like doing like a somersault. No, I mean like a fall and then just hitting the ground with a hard impact. I um, see. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping he has a good chiropractor or neurosurgeon because uh, he may have um, done some damage. Because these falls, they look they're real falls. I mean, maybe he's a professional faller, but I watched enough YouTube videos where I was like, this dude probably falls a lot. All right. Up next, we've got a song called Down Human. Is that a Nine Inch Nails reference in that chorus, Jenny? Did you get that at all? The down and the. Uh, I don't know if I got that. I think listening to this, most of the time, what I was wondering is, is this new metal? There are some I, songs that I'm like, definitely. This thing, it would give me little touches. I'd hear like the hint of a chug or there'd be something sort of like weird and like his vocal that would he'd go into like a scream. But a lot of this just feels like, I don't know, like alternative rock punk hardcore. Like it's not real punk hardcore because I think I really wouldn't enjoy it at all. Right. But it, if this it, was it, the bad brains, you would be like, no, thank you. No. And so... Yeah, it it really just is. Um, I get why Ross liked this. Like, I got that real quick because Casey Chaos seems. I mean, yeah, if the guy's cutting himself on stage and just taking awkward falls and hurting himself, mm-hmm. and yeah, GG Allen Light. Yes, GG <laughs> Allen, but you're not like concerned to have him around your family or friends. Exactly. Absolutely, and well, he also th- wants to write some songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. So well, genre yeah. genre tags on this album are mm-hmm. new metal. That's the first one. Alternative metal and hardcore punk. And so far, what I've heard has like leaned heavily in the latter two. Yeah, I wrote in my notes also that this song is. I mean, just for the amount of times it's mentioned, it has to be about piss. Um, <laughs> just from the top. Just uh, the gotta first, be about that piss. It's gotta be. Okay, because here's the thing. Okay, the first lyric. I'm stuck at the walls and I piss for another taste. Okay, that's weird. Second verse. I sleep with these handcuffs on and I piss with these handcuffs on. Okay, more pain. Fair enough. Then you get to the last verse chorus, all this. You're pissing with your handcuffs on. I can't watch this dress with blood and piss. 
bringing down the invalid human, piss, drinking piss, sinking piss. This is a lot of piss talk, you guys. Welcome to Piss Talk. I got a whiz. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, welcome to Piss Talk, and we're just talking a little bit about a pee-pee, and I think that's what this song is about. Ooh, I don't like it. That's Piss Talk. Thanks so much. <laughs> Back to Roach Coach. Um, wow, yeah, just a I lot love of, Piss Talk. Uh, that yeah. ambient pissing noise in the background is just amazing. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I was... Um, you know what? This is easily the most P references I've heard in a song since the last time I listened to J. Cole. So, I mean, uh, yeah, this is, just, this is a lot of P talk. So. All right. Uh, up next, we've got a song called Drive. It's a fucking hot one, boys. Is it new metal, boys? Mm, I don't think no, so, boys. I don't think it's, so, boys. It's not. It's a good song. It's a very good. That's a ripper. That's a ripper. It's a rock song. It belongs, I think, in a similar, uh, a similar thing to like a, a Queens of the Stone Age. I agree. Hot yeah. Song. Yeah, I get a huge Queens of Stone Age vibe. This is, guys. I gotta say this. This is rock and roll music. It's great. Is this rock and roll uh music? It's rock and roll music. This is this is for rock and rollers. If you're a rock and roller and you're looking to do either of those things, preferably both. This can is you, your song. Can you just say if you're looking to do the damned thing? If you're looking to do the damned thing, which is rocking and rolling, you gotta put on the song drive, and then you gotta get in your car. And, and fucking drive. drive. Listen, they—it's a cliche. Pedal to the metal. But if you don't have your pedal to the metal to the song "Drive" by Amen, what are you doing with your life, boys? Get it together. Yeah, I mean, it's either this drive or Incubus drive. And mm. I know which one I'm taking. That's right. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Also, got to bring up uh, in the lyrics here, like a disease, like disease where I dwell, burning kidneys where I roam. Just Is that, that like up. a drinking too much thing? Don't the kidneys have some sort of connection to having to pee at some point? Don't they do some filtering? Yes. Thank they, you. They do do filtering. <laughs> hey, you know what? Gotcha, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't want to have another pee-pee talk, but I'm just saying. Yeah. These PP boys. All right. 
Up next. Let's rock it. We got a song called No Cure for the Pure. Oh, he's peeing for sure. Right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Gotta release Just it. Definitely Feels recorded in the urinal at the Indigo Ranch. Matt, if you can go to 2.15. 2.15. Here we go. Thank you. Okay, I get it. So, I think Ross really did a bang-up job making these guitars sound pretty fucking sweet. Um, that's a technical term. Um, they use in production. Make these guitars sound pretty fucking sweet. But, I wrote in my notes, is this new metal guitar? Like, we're four tracks in. Where's my new metal at? It's the first tag. What's going on here? Have I been led astray? That's how I, I felt. I think it's... I do think there are a couple songs, not to get ahead of myself, there are a couple mm-hmm. songs on this album that I'm like, oh, I see. But I think that this is suffering from association and retrospect. Mm. This genre attack is 100% like Ross Robinson did it, and these people are in new metal bands. So therefore, new metal. Right. But I, this song is and not new metal. No, I mean... I could hear a little bit of new metal guitars. Especially at that 2.15 minute mark. But it was just like, because I'm looking for it. Like, right. am I just seeking new metal at this point? I like it. I think it's really good. I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's definitely all about pee. But <laughs> No cure for the pure, baby. No, yeah. man. You're going to you be covered in the urine. Urine is sterile. No cure for the pure. (laughs) When I was Uh, listening to this, I couldn't help but think of Ross's rules. mm. In which uh, our rewrite, rewrite, rewrite. Work on those choruses and sing it like you mean it. And um, I heard all that. And I also heard, oh, no wonder he did the Blood Brothers. I uh yeah, I definitely got that. I definitely feel like um I would never accuse Casey Chaos of phoning it in. Nope. Mm-hmm. I don't think actually Casey Chaos owns a phone. 
He certainly doesn't own a cellular phone because with all the falling he does, he just had broken screens all the time. Broken screens. Got to go. Yeah. And do you have Apple Care, Casey? Casey, I hope you have Apple maybe, Care. Maybe screens. that's like the standard with which OtterBox. Mm. OtterBox, yes. call yeah. up Casey. Let him fall, flop around on stage for a set. See how the phone comes back. Take it back Can to you your guys. Can you put this on your belt loop with your phone in it, please? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to put something in my belt loop, but for the sponsorship, I'll do it. <laughs> I did write that the this song seems to be about uh, people shaming others for their vices and how there's no cure for the stick up your ass. Wow. wow. <laughs> this is very hot. Let day. me just tell you, somebody who's had a stick up their ass. Yeah. About many things. The oh, removal shit. of said stick. Uh-huh. Oh no, I'm not talking about my sexual. <laughs> I was thoughts. like, Matt, like, whoa, where are we going with this? Okay, I get what you mean now. We're this no, is I now didn't... a podcast about pegging. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> totally into it. Peg talk. There there goes my run for Senate. No, um, as somebody who has been that guy who's had a stick up his butt and has usually been the judge or not in situations, it's hard. It's hard to kind of remove it and put yourself down a peg. Ing. Ing in my butthole. Hey. Sploosh. I get it. I get it. All right. Up next. We've got a song called When a Man Dies a Woman. Is that an activation? I think it's a circle pit. I think at this point. But now it's confused. is the song about <laughs> girl i don't fucking know Songmeanings.com did not help me out i sat here with this song doing notes and i said is this song i could see someone coming to me and saying this song is pro trans song i could see someone else walking up to me like this song is anti-trans i could buy both angles because i'm not really sure I don't know. It's it's very confusing. And so I'm not really sure what it's about. And I honestly think that's like one of my big critiques of the album. And I don't really want to get away from it too much. Is that sometimes I, and it's something we were kind of talking about last week with Spike 1000. was like a little more specificity 
things that really could either clarify or really make me go, oh, I know who Casey Chaos is or I know what he believes. Like, I believe the one thing I definitely know about Casey Chaos is that he definitely hates the government. And mm-hmm. uh, he definitely is, is very much in that sort of anarchist vibe. But beyond that, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily get a ton of the message. And so with this song, I was the, the, the title of the song gave me pause. Going through the lyrics, I was like, uh, there's just so many things in it that are, that are very disconcerting. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't know if this is something where I'm actually seeing this from, you know, that, that Casey Cass was actually like being very progressive and, and how this is. And I don't know. I'm very confused. So I cannot say whether or not it is pro or, I mean, if it's even about that, you know, that's just mm-hmm. where my head is at. Cause it seems to be something that's very current in the zeitgeist right now. But, uh, that yeah, I, I don't know. I, w- I was very concerned. What did, what did you think? I feel like I was very similar to you. Like I wasn't really sure. I can't read that in 2019, 20 years later and not immediately go there because that's now something that's like being talked about a ton. Um, also a lot of these lyrics are vague. So who are we, who are we to know? What yeah. was meant in song meanings is not there to help us at all. So, no. you know, no, yeah. Um, it's a, it's. A, I wrote that it has a, a pretty cool groove, a good riff. It's a head bobber, but it's um, yeah. I don't know really what it's about, and so I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> kind of right. feel like I can spaz out to it, but that's yeah, yeah. You can spaz. Matt, do you, do you want to spaz? Hey, bro, can you put some... Puts on? Sure. Puts on something I could spaz to? When a man dies a woman. <laughs> oh, I love Percy Sledge. That's Hammer. all I could think of when I saw that song title. And I was like, that's definitely not what we're about to get. Um, all right. Let's light uh, it up. Up next, we've got Unclean. in paradise you hate to see it what a weird record Uh, who who is this for i like it 
I don't so far I'm not getting new metal from this. I'm, I'm not getting, getting flavors, no. but genre defying? <laughs> Maybe it's too defiant for me. I try to put it in a jar, but the jars keep breaking. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh the thing about this I I was reminded as uh, when I was doing my notes that these are the guys who were in Snot. And they made the Straight Up album. And what was great about that album is that it was, uh, they could do anything on that record. They were like, yeah, we're going to do a song with JD. We're going to crush it. We're going to do, we're going to make a fake Soulfly Sepultura song with Max and we're going to blow it out of the water. So this guy, and the thing is funny is that Casey Chaos wrote all of this. So he basically had these guys as ostensible hired guns for his vision. And they carry it through. But it is that thing where I'm like trying to figure out where does this slot in September of 1999. We've got Limp Biscuit, Ascendant. We've got Corn. I mean, on the top. Rage Against the Machine are about to drop Battle of Los Angeles, if they haven't already. Um, but this seems, you know, like uh, with the lyrics sometimes, I mean, we've got a lot of pee talk and we've mm. got a lot of, in this song, some stuff about taking it up the backside. There is a vibe with Casey Chaos that he is trying to be a, you know, a provocator as a Marilyn Manson or something like that, but he doesn't quite have, I'd say the cult of personality around him or, or something, the X factor as it were, you know, I mean, say what you will about Marilyn Manson. You watch a handful of his videos and he's, you know, walking around in stilts and ripping out pages of the Bible and dressing like a woman and getting all crazy and having fake boobs. And, I watched a couple of videos of Casey Chaos and I was like, maybe he's got vertigo. You know, it's it's not 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 necessarily equal. And I'm wondering, there's a thing <clears throat> where they talk about uh, on a couple other podcasts where they talk about uh, movie actors and how they get market corrected by another actor. So it's like you're. Yeah, you're doing your thing and then, you know, you're trying to be a leading man or a leading actress and then. Nicole Kidman or Tom Hanks rolls in, takes all your roles. And I'm wondering if Casey Chaos fashioned himself as maybe like a market correction to Marilyn Manson, but he didn't quite have that Manson X factor. I don't know. Because that's the closest I can come. I mean, with the with the, the bleeding on stage and the flopping around and stuff. And threatening to kill the entire Bush administration. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Um, couldn't, he couldn't have done that if they had been any more successful than they were. No, no. So. He was, I mean, I mean, basically all that happened was that he tried to say it on the Henry Rollins show and IFC was like, oh no, we're cutting this out. <laughs> That's probably um, wise on IFC's part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this does have the line, uh, I am unclean, take it up the backside, unclean, I am unclean. And these lyrics, you know... There are certain lyrics that just roll off the tongue. Take it up the backside, unclean, I am unclean. I don't know if it's quite got that uh, 
je ne sais quoi that you need. <laughs> I agree. Uh, definitely doesn't roll off the tongue. No. Um, let's see what happens next here. Uh, we've got another song up next. It's called I Don't Sleep. This song, okay, I'm conflicted because this fir- the the top of this song, this first verse is honestly terrible in my opinion. <laughs> like, this is it's this just is... like words that'll make you feel weird. And okay, that's fine, but the and I don't sleep is so good. You know Ross loved that. I you, know, but, but like the do... rest of ugh, the rest of it though. Oh my god. And I don't sleep is like very very hot. But all these nuns are pregnant, dance in kerosene, stand defiled and dewombed, unreconciled flooded girls at the back of my window like those are nonsense words that when you put together could perhaps make like a human a humanoid like upset <laughs> it's vague enough to make people angry but vague enough to be like i does it mean anything i don't think it does <laughs> this is the thing that really struck me with this one and i i talked about it a little bit in my notes for the last night to bring it up was that i often felt like and i will in the re- reference to the take it up the backside thing is that there is this feeling as the album progresses that you can feel him trying to come up with that line or that bit in a song that's going to take it over the top because the music is rocking but at the same time it's not new metal offensive you know mm-hmm. it doesn't have those things that that the new metal sound that makes people go oh you do a new metal over there and so it still has an accessibility that i did not expect especially based on the guy's name is casey chaos which maybe that's laying it on a little too thick too uh and and so there's this feeling sometimes with these lyrics that he's trying to think of you know his version of you know like nine inch nails closer i want to fuck you like an animal you know, which is in like a pop song. That was a song that was played on the radio every hour and it had that lyric in it because the music around it was still accessible that he could fit in this like shocking lyric. Marilyn Manson, going back to him because that's somebody I just keep thinking of with this. I don't even know what song it's from, but Marilyn Manson had the line, I am the God of fuck. I don't even know what song that's from. Do you know what song that's from? 
Yes, I do. You played it at your wedding, but what song was it, Matt? Unfortunately, all I have in my head is uh, Lunchbox. Uh, I am the mm. god of fuck. I am the god of fuck. That would be Cake and Sodomy. Cake and Sodomy. There you go. Classic and title. Yes, but that's another song I first heard, I'm pretty sure, on the radio. I think. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, I was familiar with that song. And that's what I think he's going for here. He's, I mean, the second verse we didn't even get to. Father sees what baby breathes through the windshot windows that torture freely. I can't see what the light daylight breeds. All the fattening mothers and their tortured sexing. Oh, my God. None I of don't this makes sense. I don't sleep. I need I mean, to get to the next song. I okay. Need to. All right, get to the next song. I'm sorry. I just can't anymore with these lyrics. The next song, we're going to get to more. It's called TV Womb. Every band like Amen needs a song like this. Listen, Matt. TV's going to raise these kids if we're not careful. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well, what did you mean by that? Like, is this like they're kind of like, is this their version of an anthemic song? That's like. It's every band. So. This is my first time hearing Amen. I mean, I said I knew the next album. I mean, I only knew the cover of the next album. Um, but already knowing what we know, they go on Henry Rollins' show and they threaten the Bush family. That family, me entire every, staff. Entire staff and people who sold out America. That tells me all the wake up sheeple stuff I need to know about this album, uh, about this band. So here we have the TV as opiate for the masses song. Yeah, if you're a wake up sheeple band, you need your TVs, the opiate of the masses song. And here they are. That's true. Uh, I will say song meanings wasn't incredibly helpful through this record but this specific song did have an old friend of ours oh Quiff porn. Quiff porn? Quiff i missed this back. i missed this oh wow back. and uh, this is quiff porn's take on tv womb quiff porn says i think it's about the people of america who put all their trust into what they are told by the media 
I think the name is a play on the idea of a baby being supported and kept alive by the mother's womb. And the American people are sustained by their TV and all the lies it pumps into their heads. Dang. Not against you here, Quiff Porn. I that sounds say, like a pretty accurate uh, interpretation. Still relevant. Still relevant. True. True. Yeah. Um, this song is also an alt rock song. The, there's some yes. guitar moments in this that are straight up 1995. Um, so, listen, I'm not. I sometimes feel like people are like, oh, Lauren's really bagging on this record. It's not that this is bad, it's just not new metal. And that's what we do here. And so for me, I'm just like, in my notes, I'm just like, where is the new metal? Where's the new metal? Where's the new metal? Where is it? Right now, <laughs> this is what I got in this This is what I got in this album so far, all right? I've got a lot of pee and not a lot of new metal. Not what I want to find. That's so true. Are you saying that you have a lot of P but not a lot of N-U? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> hey guys, we're doing the best we can over we're here. Doing the best we can. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Baby. In Roach Coach Studios. Studios. Next song. Roach Coach Studios. Studio. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Uh, studio. Oh, can we do Phil Collins and see if he's new metal? Oh, yeah, man. He definitely is. Yeah. Easy oh. Lover is um, his body's. It's a new uh, metal bop. Mm-hmm. True. Absolutely. True, true. All right. Up next is a song called Private. <laughs> This song to me, uh, I don't mind it, but it is just like a straight up pop rock song. This sounds like a song that would slot in real nice next to an American hi-fi song in a playlist. Like yeah, you this could is... put, put this on and then play Freak of the Week. Oh, wait, that's not them. Flavor of the Week. That's them. Freak of the Week is Marvelous Freak 3. Freak of the Week. I, yeah. I think this is like a Harvey Danger song. Yeah. It's yeah, got you, more of yeah. an edge to it, but... Definitely has an edge to it, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I was just... In, it like really 
agreeing with you effusively. Yeah. <laughs> no. Are you just a Harvey Danger? Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, it sounded like Harvey Danger. Flagpole sitters in all time. It's, uh, that's all I know of Harvey Danger. So if that's not what the rest of uh, Harvey Danger's catalog sounds like, I throw apologize. it in the fucking lake. We don't need it. We got <laughs> flagpole sitters. That's all we need. Matt Matt says drown Harvey the rest of the catalog. Wasn't expecting it, but on the Amen episode of Roach Coach, knives out for Harvey Danger. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's man. what we should do. Everybody should bring like a secret band they've been willing, like wanting to like d- roast and just bury it in episodes of the show. Um, again, I think we have stumbled upon a song that is good, but not new metal. Yeah, yeah. The, I wrote in my notes that this song, the, the chorus has this weird tone that. I think only feels weird because we're looking for new metal because it's smooth and it's pop and it's also um, weirdly empathetic and sympathetic and you, you it creates this mood. Like I think it's one of honestly like maybe it's just the delivery with the lyrics. I felt like I really understood Casey chaos in that moment. And, but I don't know who the persona is. Because the way that he dresses himself, he's like all like this black spiky hair um, with the eyeliner and he's always cutting himself. But what what I get out here is like I wrote my notes. It's like if I were to base it off of this album, a lot of the times is that Casey Koss is a maniac who wants to give people hugs. Like there is this thing where he's just like super angry, but he's got this soft pop side. That's just blowing my mind. So I'm constantly getting cognitive dissonance and it honestly makes it feel like, and this is a very contentious thing. If you're on Twitter lately is that then it's like, it makes, it really makes the persona of it all stand out. Like when I'm to go back to Marilyn Manson, when I'm listening to Marilyn Manson, I'm not, for me, consciously thinking about the fact that it's an act. It's obviously an act. All rock and roll is an act. But I really felt that listening to this. I mean, even going back to like that Fred Durst interview where he referred to himself, you know, in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s as Red Cap. Like I was being this other guy. But I'm not thinking about that when I'm listening to that old Limp Bizkit stuff maybe to Fred Durst's personal detriment, but like you feel like with Marilyn Manson that that's the guy he's living the life he's being it. But with a lot of the stuff on this amen album, I'm like, who's Casey chaos. Like he feels like a bit of a, like I can feel like I can see through the persona a bit and not really. uh, Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see if he can build it up or knock it down for the rest of these. Uh, Up next, we've got Everything is Untrue.
This is the closest to new I think we've gone. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. I wrote in my notes, finally new metal. Thank you. Um, I'm not sure if I'm thanking them for this. I was, I, I know where you're coming from. But at the same time, for me, on my new metal hunt, I was like, okay, thank you. I mean, we'll get into all the other stuff in a second. But, you know, we're talking about sheep. Um, at one point he says somebody, they fucking suck you to sleep. He said, don't know if there's much of a chorus here, but, uh, yeah, this was the, you know, finally some new metal vibes in here. Um, but yeah, but yeah, Jenny, let's, let's talk about your other thoughts on this song. Those are all my thoughts. Those are all your thoughts. I, I don't have any like, uh, no, I, I love to talk about cheap. I felt like we did get into new metal here, but also I didn't. There were songs on this album that I liked a lot more than this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, once again, this is. Um, I, I feel like we're yeah we're 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 grasping at an idea, grasping at something that's gonna hook people in. So you get this, yeah, the the fucking suck you to sleep line. You know, I was like, I feel like that was an idea. That's pretty crazy. It's not really grabbing me. I mean, Matt, you love this song. Why is this your favorite song on the album? Well, I mean, it it has a a message I can relate to. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my God. The fucking suck to sleep. I mean, who doesn't want to get fucked in sleep? We're just a bunch of guys here. We're not going to say it. We're not going to out loud, but I mean, I've had plenty of good night's sleep after a good sucking fuck. Am I gross? You're gross for not having it. You don't know it. I'm not gonna say it, but we all know. Well, I don't want to put, I don't want to put words to it, but I fall asleep after a big O. You know what I mean? I know what you're talking about. You get that, uh, that big old donut, and you're just like, I'm out. Thanks Did for you, the. I come donuts. I'm <laughs> I throw ropes. I'm out cold. <laughs> Hi, well, I gotta catch a rope. I get tired too. <laughs> we gotta keep going. We gotta, we gotta, gotta keep gotta moving. Keep Who gotta are gotta these characters? <laughs> they are horny middle aged people in a shoebox. Middle aged? I don't know. They're old. I mean, middle, like if your dying age is 150. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accounting for medical technology like leaps. <laughs> I have to keep middle pushing. The closer I get to middle age, I have to keep pushing it out. Gotta middle those age is always at least 30 years from where I am. I love you so much. So. Oh my God, that's so funny. All Let's right. do it. I'm going to die sooner than I think. What an appropriate title. The next song is The Last Time. I stand here because I can't feel the pain. I don't know who's the Nothing. I'm standing here with nothing. 
All right, I get it. I can't play the whole fucking song. All right, so this is a song, you know, about your dad yelling at you and saying, "Is the last time I'm gonna say this." You need to clean pick your room. up after yourself. I'm just saying. You take your pants off. If you're gonna wear them again, fold them, put them in the drawer. If not, put them in your hamper. It's not that hard. This is the last time. I'm your father, Casey Chaos. Listen to me. Hmm. I took this as a different kind of father. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, it's it's not fun. But this is like I I read this more as like a song that was like this is the last time somebody's gonna like do something horrible to you. Mm. I, he does name rape. I'm just got. I just saw rape. Oh in yeah. The lyrics <clears throat> and then being like, this is the last time, and I was like. Uh, I'm going to piece those together as I choose. This could be about the last time you don't put your pants away. Also could be. You know what? The last time is important for lots of things. Mm. People said that about the Holocaust last time. They they did. Let's, Let's fucking hope that's true. Let's hope so. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, in all seriousness, yeah, this does seem to be uh, about, yeah, sort of like a, yeah, there's these bad things that have happened, and, but I cannot, there's one thing, I cannot tell if he is saying this is the last time and we're going to stop it, or this is the last time because we're all going to die. I'm constantly unsure how optimistic or pessimistic Casey Chaos is, and I know well, his name is way. Casey Chaos. Yeah. Let's say either way, we hope it's the last time. Yeah. You do. You hope. All right. We've got a few more songs left on this album. Not too many. Not too many. Just three more. And up next, we've got Fevered. Podcast long enough that I hesitate to say a song sucks, but 
This is kind of a dorky riff and kind of a dorky song overall. Uh, uh, oh, let's just let's just get into these lyrics a little bit. Uh, nation of fools, nation of lies. Okay. A thousand, a thousand fools for a hundred lies. Okay, now do we do the some, math on that. Yeah, do, a thousand <laughs> fools for a hundred lies. All right, sounds like not everybody's gonna get a lie. I'm just gonna point that out there right now. Uh, Seems like ten percent of people are gonna get a lie. <laughs> believe nothing that I tell you. Believe nothing that I say. And then you get that chorus, and he goes, "Fevered, got you fevered." <laughs> what? <laughs> like you got me what? And uh, I'm gonna drop this accent now. Um, but the at the tail end there, he goes, "Get it, get it, get it." No, got you fevered. And I was like. <laughs> Ah, boy. (laughs) This is, uh, once again, is Casey Chaos trying to make Fetch happen? I think so. Yeah. Speaking of making Fetch happen, I I haven't mentioned this in a while, I don't think, but I get all these weird, even, okay, so songmeanings.com has not been helping us out in terms of comments, but I still look at song meanings for lyrics Mm -hmm. regardless. I'm just committed to it now. And they do serve me ads. Um, earlier I was getting an animated ad for Captain Crunch that said like munch the crunch. Okay. And it was like this weird, like wavy kind of distorting thing. But now I'm getting an ad for Ashley Madison and it's like a woman with like very come hither eyes in a bra. So Ashley Madison is back. (laughs) Apparently. Jenny. They're trying to make fetch happen. Jenny. Did, did you get fevered? I'm not fevered because I understand the marketing. And also, at this point, I've been married for three weeks. Oh, that's true. Right? In the continuity Ashley of Madison's not coming for me. Mm. Ashley Madison's coming for like 100-year-old dudes who are like, oh, she likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that trying I, to make fetch happen. <laughs> I, I I heard that whole site is bots. Wasn't that the big thing that they found out? Uh, I don't think it went well, and then the data got breached, and then it got yeah. shared with lots of people. Yeah, Doctor Phil was really upset. I do remember that mm. about mm. Ashley Madison. He was just like, he was on Ashley Madison. What is Ashley Madison? What is the data breach? That's my. That's pretty uh, good. Well, thank you so much. Wait a minute. Yeah. Lauren. Yeah. Did Jenny leave and did Dr. Phil just come here? Check out Robin's skincare line. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, I didn't know you were a new metal fan. I am. You have no idea. I'm a member of the uh, Cold Army. Oh, really? I Do sure you, am. Where is your where is your spider tattoo? It's uh Lower back, butt cheek. <laughs> that would just be your butt that's cheek. A, that's or wait, a, wait, wait, does it start at the lower back and go to your butt, butt cheek? It's changed over the years. Uh, you've been you've been having it worked on to oh, make the spider yeah. bigger. It gets his legs get longer every year, just like my wisdom gets longer every year. Can wow. I talk to Jenny again, please? Yeah. Hi. Hey, what's up? Uh, How respectful of our time is this record? Oh, this record? Yep. Just give me one second to tell you. This one. This right. one that we're listening to right now comes yeah, in at, it, at 42 it, minutes and 44 seconds. 42. 46. 
That's 42, 44. 44. Oh, two more seconds. Respectful. (laughs) It's actually not bad at all. It's not. It's just that we talk so much. We do. We do. Can't stop stop talking about fevered. But that's because he got us fevered, you guys. (laughs) You get it? No? 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 Get you fevered. Well, fuck. I guess you're right, Casey. I guess he did make fetch happen. Wow. Yeah. All right. We got two let's, more songs left. Let's go. Uh, the next song is called Broken Design. Broken Design. Not far off. Watch out. I'm coming for a poet's head. Alright. So to me, this is another this is another hardcore song. Yeah. Um but there's a line in this song that makes you laugh very hard, and it's these are the cons on a street named Desire. Okay. Okay. Casey. Casey. I mean, it's just a. It's not a. It's once again. It's it's just this. We're we're we're, we're going for something. We're going for edge, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested or I'm just not um I'm not impressed. I uh I don't often listen to the albums we do on the show and think I'm too old for this. But this one I definitely felt like I was too old for this. Like I felt like the shock tactics. I was just like, dude, I've seen I've seen a couple R rated movies. I'm alright. I got it. <laughs> and that was the vibe I got a lot of this was just like, you wanna see something twisted and i'm like <laughs> yeah I, i've seen plenty of twisted things and he's like did you get it or did i get you fevered i'm like no no i got it i understand while you did get us fevered yes it was only for a moment yeah i feel very similarly this is a lot of like you want to see something you want to see a dead body this is deviant art <laughs> oh yeah we've got some yeah we got some some dark goth tinkerbells going on with this one for sure it's just like it also though like this song in particular i liked it's just that what it was going for i feel like it's just missing the mark there's something about it there's something about it that's inauthentic, and I don't think it's that Casey doesn't mean it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's that he's a nerd. <gasps> he's a manager of a hot topic at this point. I think you might be onto something here, Jenny. Like, where we get like weird fucked up stuff like i'm there for it but with this it just doesn't feel 
It just doesn't feel... I think that he means it, but it feels like... I don't know. It just doesn't feel super genuine to me. Does that make sense? Like I, I yeah. It's I, a weird I don't know if I've ever really felt this way about a band on this show because like I do think that this is a good band. I think that this record is pretty good overall. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to listen to. I was never bored. I was never sad to listen to it. But there is something about it that is just like watching your brother's your little brother's best friend be like, I'm fucking crazy. But you saw him like fist, like eat cookie dough. Yeah. <laughs> when he was eight yeah. and just like fart all the time. And you're just like, okay, Jake or whatever. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. That you're makes sense. As, you're not as crazy as you think, Jake. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah. I know what you mean because here's the other thing. I don't believe that Ross would have tolerated. I don't think Ross would have made as many albums with this guy as he did. Cause I believe they made at least two together. Um, mm-hmm. If Ross thought this dude was like a poser. And so I do believe that he believes what he's saying and what he's doing. And certainly his delivery on a lot of these songs f- feels very cool and authentic, but it's, um, I think it's really good that he has this band. I think if he had a lesser band, this record would falter. But he's got guys who can basically, we know, I, I can say confidently, can do it all because I've heard the straight up album. I know they can do whatever, whatever Casey throws at him, they can do it. And yeah, if anything, this makes me miss the snot album that could have been more than anything because i you know these guys with lynn Strait, that really would have been something we heard that song that they did with the the with ross before he died you know that next night record would have been tremendous and here it is you know i I almost kind of see it as like these are guys who are working with casey to bring his vision there but i don't casey's no lynn there it is. That's true. All right. We've got one song left. It's Resignation slash Naked and Violent. Where should I fast forward to? Uh, you want to go to 219. Yeah. 
So chaos. Again, songmeanings.com not not providing a ton of information for us, but I will say that one thing I see on this site here that is somebody thinking about something other than what they're doing. <laughs> um, on this website, the lyrics from what we just heard say, uh, what we heard was fall from these broken wings. What is transcribed is fall from these loaded wings. <laughs> and I'm thinking that they're like, I'm getting wings. With bacon, with <laughs> sour cream. I want the little sprinkles of just fucking hot, hot shit on it. All right, load it up. Sprinkles right. of hot shit fall from these loaded wings. Oh man, you're just coated. Take these loaded, loaded wings, wings and eat them up, and learn to eat again. <laughs> learn to eat so free. Wow. Oh, man. I mean, Buffalo Wild Wings needs to call those guys up. Is that Mike and the Mechanics? Is that who oh. does that song? Yeah. Call them Take up. Take these loaded wings. I think that's Mike and the Mechanics. Don't tell me if it's not. Um, I do won't. not Do not write me. I don't care. Uh, circumcised. You got st- it, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Circumcised and sterilized, circumcised and circumcised and paralyzed, and then he starts screaming, "Free the innocent!" And then at one point he says, "Bad people, bad world." And I said, "We are at the end of the album. <laughs> we are just like laying it down." Also, just I don't know why, like the circumcised, sterilized, naked and violent, uh, free the innocent. It it gave me like a bit of like a first album Tool vibe. Um, I got a little bit of like yeah. a, not in the music, but in the lyrics, a little bit of a system of a down situation. Mm, I could yeah. have seen them pulling something like that off. Oh, yeah, because it ends with them saying naked and violent, the end of America, naked and violent, the end of America. And then I and then getting to the end of this and then realizing that they had all this UK support. I was like, oh, I get it because the UK is like America. You mean my ex? Tell me about her problems. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tell me. Oh, she is, are things falling apart over there? Tell me about it. Come on over. Let's hang out. Talk your shit, Casey. <laughs> Talk your shit. That's, that is not why I would have guessed that you thought that the UK would be into this. Do you think the UK regards America as its ex? Yes. I fucking I do. So. I don't think so. I fucking do. Maybe this is just me being a woman, being like, it's been like 300 years. They must be over it. And you're like, nope. They're never over it. They ain't over it. Listen, I haven't thrown this toothbrush away yet, America. <laughs> hey, America. It's just one piece of hay on a stick. <laughs> Hey, America, I was talking to our mutual friend, Casey, and uh, they were saying that things are kind of nuts over there. Well, they're fucking not. Just if you need a place to hang. I don't. I'm just saying. Fucking sweet. I got huge dick still. I don't know if you recall. My dick has grown since we dated. (laughs) 
that's that, I mean that's yeah, great. Yeah, we dated yeah. when I was 23 and your brain doesn't stop growing till you're 25 and your dick actually doesn't stop growing till you're like 45. He's broken we. So my dick has grown <laughs> 14 inches. <laughs> Listen. To fly and so it's got free. wings. So I got to go back to America. Bye. And uh, bye. <sighs> I want to He's using his dick <laughs> as a propeller. <laughs> Oh, Helicopter dick. Okay, well, that is the album. That is the, the album. album that is Amen by Amen. And now it's the part of the show that some people thought we'd never get to. It's uh, it's time for Canon Talk. So uh, I'll start this one off. I wrote in my notes that this album is quotation marks crazy when I want it to be crazy. Uh, it feels like it is trying to push buttons and be edgy instead of actually being edgy and dangerous. But I think Casey Chaos is a cool vocalist. I think the band is really good. It has no bodies. There are some nice riffs. But I totally understand why it did not click in the U.S. And it got more attention in the U.K. Uh, who love a dissection of the U.S. ideology. Also, it is not new metal. Jenny. I would agree. I think the band is great. I think that the vocals are good, but it does feel like it's going for something that I don't think it it quite gets to, at least not for me. It might have been different if I heard it when it came out, but as me now, 20 years later, I'm like, (laughs) I don't think so. It's a good album. Like, I I don't, I wasn't sad to listen to it. It it Mm -hmm. did not feel at any point like a rough listen. No. Um, But no, I agree. It's not new metal. There are definitely moments that might like uh, get close, but I, I don't think it's a new metal record. I think that it suffers. The first genre tag being new metal is insane to me. Mm. It just suffers from association. Not suffers, but it's that's how it got a new metal tag. Yeah. But it's a fine record. It's fun to listen to. I, I wouldn't tell anybody not to, but it's definitely not a new metal record, and I mm. wouldn't put anything in. No. Matt? I think it's too scatterbrained to be genre defining and I think it's too uh, rote and kind of middle of the road to be uh, like its own thing. So it's a pass. There's a lot of stuff I like in it. There's a lot of straight ahead rockers in it. Straight ahead rockers. We are rocking. That made me go, we are rocking. Made me clap my hands and shimmy and say, good time rock and roll to myself. Matt, I think you got fevered. I got fevered at a point. We all got fevered. We all got fevered. But then there's other things that make me go, uh, 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 so... Matt was moaning for a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna really edit, I'm gonna edit out some of those moans. That's a lot of moans. Yeah. <laughs> Matt moans a lot. That's one I thing d- that people might not know. You may not know this about me, <laughs> but I I display discomfort via moan. Um, yeah, it's it's a fine record from a fine band, but I don't think they've found their way yet. All right, there you have it. Amen by Amen, not in the new metal canon, but had some rockers. Take a listen if you want to get fevered. 
And that does bring us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep on saying hello to us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're Roach Coach and all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, when we return next week, Jenny, you will be a married woman. It'll be a whole new era of the show. I'm very excited. It's true. I'll be married, so I'll be totally different than I am. <laughs> That's what marriage does. It changes you 100% stem to stern as a person. Yep. That's what I'm counting on. There you go. (laughs) Can't wait to be totally different. (laughs) All right. So we will see you all very soon. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. A nation of fools, a nation of lies.